the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. It's already Friday. You know my theory on weeks, so I will simply go on to a subject. I, I want to take a position that not all of you will agree with. And I respect those who differ. In this regard, there are differences that I have with some people that I don't respect the difference. I think America is systemically racist. I have contempt for you. So just to be on the record, I don't have respect for everybody I differ with. In this one, I do. But I differ strongly. There is a very strong notion among some especially among conservatives, that America not get involved in the Ukraine issue. What, what do we care about Ukraine? It's just 40 million people. As if, by the way, that's, that's determinative of whether or not we get involved. The number of people in a the country, there are fewer in Taiwan. So do we say bye-bye Taiwan, let China swallow you? We said bye-bye Hong Kong. That began at the end of the last century with Margaret Thatcher, I'm sad to say, who felt that she had to honor a 100-year deal with the Chinese government to give Hong Kong back to China. Of course, the answer to that is this wasn't the government that the deal had been made with. The Chinese government in, uh, in 1890 was not the Chinese government of thugs and mass murderers that it was in 1990. So let me offer you a simple proposition. When you let aggressors aggress, they don't stop. The notion of appeasing people, it's not our interest. That was what was said by many with regard to Hitler. It's not, and I'm not saying that Putin is Hitler. I'm just giving that as an example. Oh, it's not our interest. So what is our interest other than an attack on the United States of America, on any of the 50 states or territories? Is, is n- nothing is our interest? The world could go to hell, but hey, we're protecting Manhattan. It it doesn't make sense. It's very hard to live in isolation like that. There's another argument they give. Well, look at our interventions, how how what failures they were. So what 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 exactly are we talking about? Vietnam? Vietnam was a failure when we left, not when we fought. I just finished a a gigantic work on, on the Vietnam War. It didn't convince me that we lost. We lost when we left. You lose when you surrender. 
that's when you lose. Afghanistan? People had a chance in Afghanistan to lead some people, a lot of people, not all by any means, had a chance to lead a normal life. Like half the population, that's female. I believe in a binary view of sex, so I I divide Afghans between men and women. It's not woke, it's just true. We didn't lose in, in Afghanistan until we left Afghanistan. Next week I'll read to you some of the things that have been happening in Afghanistan since we left. Not to mention that it could easily serve as a base for eventual attacks on Americans. We were paying a very small price to stay in Afghanistan. Almost no troops killed. But we, we allowed for some degree of stability in that country. Iraq? Iraq is a mixed bag. I don't know. Nobody knows. If Saddam Hussein were allowed to stay in power, what would have happened? Libya, I will acknowledge that is as truly evil as Gaddafi was, the chaos that ensued after his fall may not have justified the intervention there. To be pro-intervention is not to be pro-every intervention. Sometimes you just don't know. Life is messy. Hey, Ukraine... It's okay if uh, you lose uh, more of your territory to Russia. What do we care? We're sitting pretty in New York and Chicago and Iowa. I don't follow that. I don't follow it morally aside from just sheer political concerns. Wall Street Journal, how the West is losing Ukraine. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is visiting Europe this week with a frantic effort to deter a Russian invasion of Ukraine, and we hope he succeeds. But the administration is also signaling that an invasion is likely, and if so, it's worth explaining why deterrence will have failed. The fault lies mainly with Vladimir Putin and his desire to restore greater Russia. Yes, that's pretty important to understand. Putin would like to restore the Soviet Union, or Greater Russia, depends on what term you use. That doesn't stop with Ukraine. Why not invade Armenia? That was part of the Soviet Union. Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania. I mean, they have a a couple of million, three million people in, in each country, or something to that effect. Not 40. But this ambition has been known at least since his annexation of Crimea in 2014. So why has he moved again now? And why have Washington and Berlin failed to convince him that the costs of another invasion will exceed the benefits? Mr. Biden didn't help deterrence at his press conference Wednesday by suggesting that a, quote, minor incursion, unquote, 
by Russia might not trigger a united response from the West. Quote, it's one thing if it's a minor incursion, and then we end up having to fight about what to do and what not to do. It's an amazing comment. (laughs) It's amazing. Mr. Biden said, pressed on the point, he didn't provide any clarity on what would be minor. And Mr. Putin may think he now has leave to take at least some territory. This response fits the pattern that goes back to the weak Western responses to Russia's previous aggression. In 2009, after Russia's invasion of Georgia the previous year, Barack Obama called for a reset with the Kremlin and achieved little. In 2014, Mr. Obama and Europe imposed sanctions on Russia, but they were too too weak to make much difference. The Biden administration is now promising, quote, massive consequences, unquote, if Russia invades. But why should Mr. Putin believe it? The U.S. has ruled out any direct U.S. military defense of Ukraine, so Mr. Putin needn't worry about that. But the U.S. has also failed to raise the costs of a Russian invasion by adequately arming Kiev. Late last year, a Ukrainian defense official told us that's at the Wall Street Journal, the country needed, quote, anti-aircraft, anti-ship, and anti-missile defense, electronic and anti-drone weaponry, as well as artillery and mortar systems, reconnaissance and medical equipment, ships and boats. On Wednesday, a senior U.S. official boasted about approving a mere $200 million in additional military assistance last month, but didn't say what was being sent. The White House has feared too much military aid would cause Mr. Putin to invade. That's precious, isn't it? Strikes me that too little aid would more likely prompt Mr. Putin to invade. But restraint hasn't deterred Mr. Putin, and sending more equipment after an invasion begins could be too late. And now, unfortunately, we're back to... One of my theories of the modern world, Germany is always wrong. Germany has also refused to send weapons to Kiev when the foreign minister on Monday, with the foreign minister on Monday, citing historical reasons. We don't exactly know what those historical reasons are. Anyway, you know what I believe Germany learned from history. Fighting is wrong. In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth. And top picks on the best coins and bullion based on real-time data and historical trends. For example, as environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick as a result of my being a customer of his. He became a friend. I don't say sponsors are friends almost ever, but this this is a special man. He's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. Looking back at 
Germany has also refused to send weapons to Kiev, with the foreign minister on Monday citing historical reasons. This is from a country that exported nearly, are you ready? 10 billion, B-B-B-B-B-B billion, euros worth of arms in 2021. you got to admit, that's precious. Apparently, Ukraine is more problematic than Egypt, Berlin's top customer last year. Also depressing is the U.S. and European disarray on economic sanctions. Again, Germany, which is always wrong, is the heart of the problem. Yep. President Biden made a priority of courting lame duck Chancellor Angela Merkel as a counterpoint to Donald Trump. The amount of damage the left has done in this country because of their hatred of Donald Trump is incalculable. Incalculable. And in the name of transatlantic unity, this has been one of Mr. Biden's biggest strategic miscalculations. Mrs. Merkel has been replaced with a coalition led by a social democratic party, SPD, that is even softer on Russia. Mr. Biden reversed U.S. opposition to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline which would give Russia more energy leverage over Europe. You know that just a little over a year ago we were independent of all of this because of Donald Trump's energy policies? Do you understand the ramifications of Trump hatred and the sick, life-crushing, society-crushing, economy-crushing environmentalist movement? Rich. That's that's really rich whites. That's the irony. I, I hate using the term, but that's what it is. It's rich, white, bored people looking for meaning in life to save the world. And they are ruining it. Here is one ancillary consequence. Giving Russia tremendous power over Europe. This month, the White House lobbied to defeat a Nord Stream 2 sanction bill. Isn't that amazing? Did you know that? I didn't know that. And, and, and here's the, the joke, bad joke, bitter joke. These are the people that said that Trump was in the pocket of Biden. Excuse me, above Putin. Isn't that something? Trump was controlled by Putin. But he stood up to Putin. Not at a press conference, what was it, in Helsinki? Where was it? Yeah, that's the big, that was the big deal. In fact, the the Russian regime would not have considered uh, invading Ukraine this time with a Trump in power. Influential SPD officials have said the pipeline's fate shouldn't be tied to Ukraine's. And new Chancellor Olaf, isn't that something? Yes, what do we care about Ukraine, the Germans say? We care about Germany. Only Germany. Their new Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, has only vaguely allowed that everything will have to be discussed after an invasion. 
the backdrop is Berlin and Washington's war on their own domestic energy production. You hear that? It's one of the, this, that sentence alone is worth everything. The backdrop is Berlin and Washington's war on their own domestic energy production. That's right. The sick, scared, panic-driving Greens in America and in Europe are what is enabling Russia to dominate Europe economically. And they're proud of it. There is no price too great to pay to save the planet from carbon dioxide. That's what they think. Which makes them more vulnerable to Russian blackmail. The toughest economic sanction would be cutting off Moscow from the SWIFT international banking system and access to U.S. dollars. A German newspaper recently reported that the West had ruled out such a move. That's charming. So in what way is the West threatening Putin? Looks like zilch to me. Mr. Putin could read the papers and knows why many in Europe will fight any swift sanctions, especially if Russia threatens to retaliate by withholding energy from Europe in winter. Get it? Do what we want because we control your energy, thanks to Angela Merkel who's one of the most destructive forces in modern European history post-World War II, bringing in millions, or at least a million, for no good reason other than German guilt over the Holocaust. I, I can think of no other reason they did this. So now Russia has a veto over Europe thanks to the Greens in Germany and in America. I don't know if we'll survive the left. I don't know. I only know we have to fight, which I do every day. Donald Trump fought them, and they hated him for it. They really hated him for it. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. All of you out there know that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this canceled culture, and they want to pass on the savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with the promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, only $29.98 with your promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code Prager or 800-761-6302. So it's an interesting development watching how countries respond to covid England has announced, as I played for you, Prime Minister Boris Johnson in the British Parliament, no mandates, not on masks, not on not on vaccines, nothing. 
We're going to have a free country. So what happened exactly? The latest is, this is just in today. Let me read it to you. This is from ABC News. New check. New Czech government dismisses mandate vaccination plan. The Czech Republic's new government has dismissed the previous government's plan to require older adults and people in some professions to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. Dateline Prague. The Czech Republic's new government on Wednesday dismissed the previous government's plan, just as I read to you, the previous government, led by Prime Minister Andrei Babis, released an order in early December making vaccination mandatory for people age 60 and over, as well as medical personnel, police officers, firefighters, and medical students. It was due to take effect in March. I, I find this always somewhat bizarre. It's a matter of life and death, but we'll postpone it for four months. Will people die in the meantime? These hospitals, which apparently are run by bureaucrats who give don't give a damn about medicine. Uh, these uh, I don't know who runs hospitals. I really don't. I, I don't know enough about it. I know that there's been a terrible deterioration in the ethical and even scientific commitment of many hospitals. You're going to fire people? Have they been killing patients and and other staff for the last two years? All of a sudden, they have to be fired? You don't think a doctor or a nurse or someone else working in the health profession is aware of the medicine and they have decided that they will not, probably for good reason, get a vaccine? We have agreed that, let's see, what is this? New government formed by five parties led by Prime Minister Peter Fiala. We've agreed that vaccination against COVID-19 won't be mandatory. Even though they say the vaccines are the best tool to fight COVID-19. Maybe the best tool is natural immunity. Maybe the best tool is therapeutics. The great evil of the health profession in the West and in America, Canada. That's the West, but I'm specifying them. Yep, you get COVID. We hope you don't get hospitalized, but we're not going to do a damn thing for you if you get COVID at home. And you come in, we give you remdesivir, whose nickname is Death is Near. And then even death is even nearer if we intubate you. That's, that's the record of the health, health profession for the last nearly two years. Well, and this is happening, by the way, according to this article. While there is a surge in coronavirus infections caused by the highly contagious Omicron variant. Hmm, that's cool. By the way, I heard on Tucker Carlson last night, I, I need to look into this. Maybe if you know somebody we could ask who knows more than us. Has the number of beds in hospitals 
declined in the last 20 years dramatically? Have, have hospitals shrunk their capacity? I never thought of that. When we keep hearing uh, hospitals are overrun, hospitals are overrun, we all assume that they're overrun and they have the same capacity as they have in the past. So this is very dramatic. They're overrun. But what if they're overrun in, in, in part or even in large measure because they have reduced their capacity? And why did they reduce their capacity, if that is the case? That is worthy of investigation on our part. If any of you work in that profession and are familiar with it, I'd be interested to get a call from you. And that would be at uh, 18 Prager 776. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. It's an interesting question about societies. And individuals. So let me begin with the individuals part. Individuals, all all good is done by individuals. By the outliers, as I pointed out. So look at this. The Czech government changes, and there are no more mandates. Has COVID changed? No, there's actually a surge of COVID in, in, in the Czech Republic. But there's a new government... The government does not seek to control people's lives. The government is not paranoid about COVID. So they drop the mandates. Overnight, for reasons I can't figure out, Boris Johnson changed his mind. Okay, now no no more masks, no more anything. They're going to now die like flies in the, in the UK? On the other hand, Austria country that welcomed Hitler's Anschluss. And it's pretty brutal for me to say that about Austria. But they have, they, they must have, not all by any means, but they must have a uh, an, an affection for tyranny in Austria. I mean that. I, 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 don't, I don't say it lightly. It's a country that I have adored visiting. I visited many times. It was my my breath of fresh air when I would spend uh, summers going up and down Eastern Europe, which were communist countries, and I would, in the middle, I would always go into Vienna just, just to breathe fresh air, Western free air. 
you'd think of any if any country valued liberty it would be Austria given their experience in the heart of Eastern Europe as a free country among unfree countries but you'd be wrong you know what the parliament voted in Austria it's it's a shame it's a stain on Austria's honor 137 to 33 will apply to all residents of Austria aged 18 and over exemptions are made for pregnant women people for medical reasons can't be vaccinated or who have recovered from the coronavirus in the previous six months. Well, at least unlike here, they actually recognize, even in tyranny-loving Austria, that if you had the virus, you have natural immunity. But it had to be in the last six months. Why did they pick that? Do you lose it after six months? Since when? Do you lose immunity to chickenpox after six months, if you had chickenpox? Why did they pick the number six months? Who told them that one? That's a corker. Officials say the mandate is necessary. You understand people will basically have to be locked up in their homes. They can't go anywhere. Vaccination rates remain too low in the small Alpine country. They say it will ensure that Austria's hospitals are not overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients. Health Minister Wolfgang Muckstein. Whenever I hear health official, I assume we're talking about an idiot. Like a professor of gender studies. I just assume this is a fool. Speaking in Parliament Thursday afternoon, called the measure a big and for the first time also lasting step in Austria's fight against the pandemic. This is how we can manage to escape the cycle of opening and closing of lockdowns. Just lock down down a, a significant percentage of your population. I mean, if they have a low vaccination rate, it's a significant percentage of Austrians, right? The measure passed easily in Parliament after a fierce debate. No, yes, I'm sure. Guess what party posed it, folks? The way it's described by AP, AP is is just another left-wing source of uh, opinion. The far-right Freedom Party. I know nothing about the Austrian Freedom Party, to be honest. But isn't it interesting, does AP ever describe any left as far left? Ever? Ever, 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 ever? Is AOC or Bernie Sanders far left? But the Freedom Party in Austria is, maybe they are. Maybe they are. I don't know, but I don't believe it. Do you now understand my mistrust of the media is based on life experience? The far-right Freedom Party vehemently opposed it. I'm appalled, I'm stunned, I'm shaken, and I'm shocked, said Freedom Party leader Herbert Kickel. We should try to have him on, seriously. I bet Alexander, our Austrian whom we, we should have on again, too. Terrific young Austrian I met in Hungary last summer. Conference of Young Conservatives, where I spoke. Calling the law nothing more than a huge blow to the freedoms of Austrians. That's right. Speakers from the four other parties 
criticized what they said were the Freedom Party's deliberate attempts to stoke anti-vaccine sentiments in Austria. Well, wait a minute. Aren't they stoking anti-non-vaccinated sentiments in Austria? Only the right stokes things, get it? They don't stoke on the left. Isn't that great? They're, no, they're non-stokies. <laughs> Accusing it of spreading deliberate falsehood about the safety and effectiveness of available. How could you spread falseness about the effectiveness when everybody acknowledges now it's not effective? It's a, it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. So I have to be fair. They say, well, it's true. It doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It prevents you from getting really, really sick and dying from COVID. Okay, that's what they say. I just want to make it clear. I'm committed to telling you the truth. It has unfortunately become necessary to close this vaccination gap that still exists in Austria. All right. We'll get some Austrians on. You have to understand, in the name of safety, every other value is now jettisoned. Let me take some calls. Dennis Prager here. Be concise, because this shortage of beds in hospitals issue uh, is, uh, is very, very interesting. David in San Francisco, hello. Hello, Dennis. Can you hear me? I can. Good to talk to you. Yes, hospitals did reduce beds, uh, bed capacity uh, starting in the late 80s and all the way up and through the early 2000s as we moved more towards outpatient treatment and aggressive migration towards outpatient treatment, both surgical and non-surgical. Bed capacities were reduced, and in many cases also hospitals had to completely shut their doors and are no longer in existence. Wow, and why did that happen? Uh, a lack of business. Because of so much outpatient care and because people were healthier. Correct. Okay, thank you. I want to take another call on that. This is a very interesting issue here. Bakersfield, California. Stephen, hello. Yes, I work for uh, uh, DAV, driving a van to uh, West LA VA Hospital. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah, 2000. 2005, they reduced their beds about three-fourths. Uh, one of the reasons was as the population grew older and more surgeries were needed, they made this, like the man said, an outpatient. But what really happened is they quit doing the surgeries because it's a money thing. They want to keep the money for the VA research and not to help the elderly uh, patients. That's fascinating. i got to look into that. That is completely uh, new, uh, new to me. Uh, Rochester, Minnesota, where the Mayo Clinic is located. Hello. Hi, this is uh, Daniel Van Dyke. Uh, there are two main reasons uh, for the reduction in beds. One is that uh, patients who are admitted are discharged a lot faster today than they were 10 or 15 years ago. And the other reason is, uh, as your first uh, respondent mentioned, a lot of procedures that used to be done in the hospital with an overnight stay are now done uh, on the same right. day. Right. It all ma- it it makes day. perfect so sense. And there's nothing nefarious about this. But doesn't this nothing mean nefarious. that... It, right. You, you, I can also say that Medicare and Medicaid have, uh, have pushed this to happen, too, because 
they now reimburse based on length of stay. Right, I, I, I get I get all that. But hasn't this now left hospitals sort of weakened in case of some serious outbreak? I mean, that's... So ple- people need to understand, and it, it, this, this is not necessarily wrong on the hospital's part. They're not in the same position they were 20 years ago. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.